Welcome to Money, Life, and Coffee, where we talk about money and life over a cup of coffee. We're your hosts, Nick and Christine Nelson. So we're going to talk about what is debt, because I've heard some people, mm. I've had some friends, mm-hmm. and I don't want to call them out, but they just, they've <laughs> said, well, I don't, you know I don't have any debt, or I only have mail. good debt. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, I like that. I only have good debt. Yeah. So what is debt? Are you quizzing me? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, debt is when you owe someone <laughs> anything. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm trying right? to come up with this textbook yeah, yeah, definition. Yeah, but um, When you borrowed money, that's yeah, debt. That's yeah. a, so whether and that's you're your car, payments, your house. Where literally you can't say that you fully outright own something because you have more payments to make on it. Right. It's It does belong to that's, someone else. That's that debt. Case. So... Are credit cards debt? Yes. Oh. Car, if yep. you have a car payment. Your boat. Yeah. Your camper. Ooh, yeah, camper. Your jet ski, your Ooh, snowmobile, okay. um, your store credit cards, your mattress, your furniture. Yes. All these things that you got. Okay, so these are debt. So what are we going to do with all of this information that we have? We have all of our debt. Here's where we need to come up with. So we've come up with how much money comes in. Oh, we have... Notes. We have uh, uh, an idea of what kind of goes out, even if yeah. it's a vague idea at this point in time. And you get better at this uh, each month you do this. Yes, yes. So, and so from now on, we should talk about that. We're going to do this. And we're going to do this together as a committee. Oh, budget committee meeting. A budget committee meeting for the rest of your life. Yeah. From now on. Our budget committee meetings take place on a slip of paper. Yep. So you're going to get really good at these, but <laughs> yeah. not in the next Six months, yeah, right? So yeah. this is gonna this is gonna take three three months for you to get a decent budget, and you guys are gonna meet. Um, but it's gonna be exciting. You guys are gonna talk about your future. You're gonna dream, and you're yeah. gonna talk about your future. This isn't you're gonna talk about wins and losses. Yep. Um, because you're gonna have losses. You know, you again. I mean, most of us aren't taught how to do this. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna have some rules later for these budget committee oh, meetings, that's right? A good, okay. Good idea. I'm gonna write that down. Yep. Uh, so we don't overwhelm either one of you because chances are one of you is a nerd yeah. and the other one is a free spirit. We'll talk about what that means. It's not it's not derogatory by any uh, stretch of the imagination. It's just kind of uh, labeling yeah. uh, uh, how our minds, minds work. work. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, of course, we've met couples where both people are the same, but one mm. person tends to, you know, lean more one sure. way than another, which is always fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So debt. So we're going to take our now, debt. Part of your homework of writing down what your income is and then all the outgo, you should have seen all those debt payments. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. so that's going to be a first step into kind of helping you pull together, you know, what's what's really going on. I mean, for some of the, you, this is going to be like an archaeology expedition <laughs> going <laughs> back into the archives. Maybe you need to go to free credit report or annual credit report dot com. Put that in the show notes. Uh, Nick, I hope you kind of go back and check me as I you're will. editing um, to make sure that I'm I'm not lying about what we're putting in there um, to really understand, okay, who all do I owe money to? Um, and I want you to just write it on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. uh, write down who the creditor is, uh, how much you owe, what your balance is, and, and I really hope you can find your interest rate. And, you know, oh gosh, we could spend a whole episode talking mm. about compound interest i just had this conversation with our 13 year old mm, yeah and i think a light bulb went off because i was trying to explain to him how 
compound interest works like a snowball that's going down a mountain. And if you are paying that interest to someone, um, their snowball is getting bigger. And I want him to understand that I want him to be investing as when he grows up. Um, so that he can be getting that interest and it can get bigger and bigger and bigger over time. Anyway. So we are talking about true life change yeah. here in the end. So, But we'll get to that. Let's not right. get there too far. Yeah. So. The, the simple, simple homework for yep. this week is to simply, again, get it on paper. Get that truth on paper um, for yourself. You know, we meet many people who they just do not know um, how much debt they have. They may know how many how much their payment is. Um, oh, and that's another a point is if you can find out, write down, you know, when your, um, you know, end payment would be, so especially when you're, when you've bought things on installment, like maybe you went to, um, you know, an appliance store and you got a dishwasher or you, um, you know, bought furniture, often you'll know the terms and how long that will take versus a credit card. You really don't know how long it's going to take oh, you. Okay. You so so I bought a refrigerator and it's going to take me three, three years, years to right. pay off. Yeah. Okay, okay, And I so you can, you know, typically you can find in your paperwork, oh, I have 30 more months. Because the other thing I want you to think about, and, and that, that was very startling for us was again, seeing that, you know, for our student loans, that was like 27 years of payments. Yeah. Um, and you know, oftentimes there you, you may have debts too where your minimum payment isn't even covering the interest. That means you literally cannot pay it off until you pay more on it every month. You just you'll die before it's paid off um, because nothing is getting reduced on the. And we'll principal. talk later a little bit why that's good for the banks, yeah, right? They, they love Remember it, right? That snowball thing. Yes, yes. we'll talk that about that later. So we want you to take your debt and we actually want you to write that down. Now, it doesn't matter whose it is. It's his, it's, it's hers. It's yours together. It's yours together. It doesn't matter who made the mistake, who did the mess. It doesn't matter right now. That's not what we're talking about. But wait, Once Nick, again, we're, you said we're, some, some debt was good. So maybe maybe people are looking at some of their debts and they're saying, why are you saying that, you know, it's your fault? It's my fault. Oh. You might be saying... That it was good for Christine to have $70,000 of student loans. And you know what? In it, the end, I'm yep. glad I had invested in my education. It has certainly paid off. Um, but I, again, I'm, I, I'm glad that I'm not going to be paying them off right before retirement. So if you can imagine all of these payments that people are making... We don't have any of those short of our house payment. Yes. And that is literally the only debt that we have is our house payment and utility bills. And so we have a dream, right, to own our home outright by the time we're 50. Sure. And so we it's still debt. Yeah. And, you know, people will say there's good debt and bad debt. It's all about, you know, what opportunities you had, what long-term investment you're making in yourself. Um, but still, I mean, if we didn't have our mortgage payment, that's that much more money that we could be generous with or invest right. and make other dreams come true with. Right. So I actually talked about this in, in another uh, context uh, to somebody. I, You know, we talk about the rat race and that type of thing, but you are somebody else's paycheck. Yeah. You're somebody, you're, you're the bank's, Hey, like they want that 
money coming in. And so they're going to sell that dream to you. Now, I mean, we're getting into a little bit of the uh, kind of theology behind this whole thing, but uh, which we'll dive into much more later. But, uh, you know, stop being somebody else's paycheck. Uh, Let's let's support ourselves and decide what we want to do with our money versus uh, deciding that Mm -hmm. and now living with the consequences. consequences. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like Christine said, once you save up for a car or a mattress or a piece of furniture, you may decide, mm, let's do this other thing. Or maybe yeah. that's not as important as I thought right. at the time. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take all of our debts. We're going to just dump them down. down. It's going to be a mess. And then once you've done all that, I want you to write them down from the smallest balance to the largest. And this you may have heard, is called the debt snowball method. You don't worry about the interest rate. If you were good at math, you wouldn't have all these debts written on paper. So here's the, yeah, yeah. So here's the problem. If this was was a math problem, we wouldn't have been in this problem, right? Yeah, yeah. In hindsight, I'm like, I understood compound interest. My calculus teacher tried to tell all of us not to get in debt. So so we have to remember <laughs> that money is emotional. We have tied we have, We've attached the emotion. Yeah, we've attached yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we've attached this emotion to this tool because if they were um pencils. Yeah. I have we, five pencils and I you have something I'll give you these two pencils. Yeah, I don't care about Who pencils. Who cares they're pencils? Right. But that's that's not what we're talking about when no. we talk about money. It's a completely different now. So th- oh gosh, we, we could have this... an entire like episode on taboo like yeah. oh don't don't ask me how much money I make. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it definitely shouldn't be a taboo between yeah, um, couples. So Yeah, we should start giving homeworks, you know, to hearken to your teaching. Yeah, yeah. So, so here we go. It's to write them down. Write all your debts. Reorganize them. Again, paper and pencil from smallest to largest. Because we need to take advantage of psychology here. It's amazing. Sometimes we sit down with people. How many what's the most number of debts we've seen somebody have? We had one friend had 16 credit cards. I was going to say 20 or 30 different debts. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but, so can, I mean, you really might need to pick yourself off. off but you floor. know, I don't think, I don't think they had the most, uh, the, the, if you added it all up, they didn't have no, the most it's just debt. debt just by the, a thousand cuts, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. yeah. So, so we've seen both, both sides of this, yeah, both spectrums. Yeah. And I want to say that we're not judging people by the number or amount it's just kind of surprising we're, we're not judging you at all yeah. i mean this is this is what culture tells us to do right so right we just again want you to be different yeah so the the whole point being and a lot of people will argue with you they will say no tackle that credit card with 30 percent debt or 30 percent interest yes. before you pay your student loan with one percent and i again have to say if this was about math, you would have been having this stuff in order sooner. But the psychology of all of this is that if you start with the smallest, you're going to see an impact sooner. So we'll, we're going to have a win. We'll have a win. We, we've had some folks who have everything written down and they have like five credit cards and they're each, you know, $500 balance. And so they're able to see like, oh, my gosh, I just paid off a credit card in a month. And, and it's gone and we cut it up with scissors and we move right. on to the next one. Well, if you're trying to tackle your $70,000 student loan, you're going to be like, I, uh, screw this. Right. This right. is taking too long. Um, so just just trust us on this. Yeah. You know, start, start with the small one. We as humans need that 
gratification that comes from um, seeing that what we're doing is working. And so it works. I, I never really, we never really said why, why do we want to get rid of this debt? I mean, we're, you know, the rat race, I mean, the other people. Yeah, like I guess. Seeds of it. But, but, but we really want to tell our money where, where to go instead of what our bills and tell us or tell. Yeah. I, okay. I guess we did talk about it. Yeah. But again, I mean, this is another good place. I mean, each of you need to find your why and we can't answer that for you. Right. I mean, for us now, especially in, in retrospect, we might even say different things about sure. what motivated us. I mean, for. Yeah, because certainly <laughs> at the time I wasn't interested in peace. I was just interested in ending the rat race. But <laughs> to, Yeah, to be like, we're never getting out of this hamster wheel. Get <laughs> yeah. me off this merry-go-round. Right. Um, and now, I guess that's the other thing, because we do hear people say, well, I can afford the payments. And you can now, but what about when you do lose your job? Or when your spouse gets sick and you want to be able to take a leave of absence for work to be with them or care for them. Or, you know, your situation changes and you have a, a new surprise bill or the interest rate changes or your payment balloons. Or even if you're just a new couple and you want to expand your family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You Your choices are limited. Yeah. Um, and so... There's many reasons. And, and so now now that we've been out of it for so long and we've traveled through the other journey steps, so having long-term emergency fund, funding retirement, having education plans for your children, paying off your house early, being generous, like all of those things we've been able to quickly walk through and it's fun. Yeah. And so it's also fun to then see how, yes, I could drive a brand new Mercedes but I wouldn't be benefiting from the 18% return that we're getting in the market right now. Right. So, which I never thought we would know very much about investing, but oh. that can get fun. So whole other topic for a whole nother day. Yeah. This was a long one. This was, this is okay. <laughs> so homework is get all these debts down and you remember, we still need to be working on our emergency fund. If yes. you don't have a thousand dollars, keep going at it. What can you sell? What can you get rid of and, and get some money? How can you work? Remember it's, this is all temporary. Uh, it lasted 21 months for us, which was not a very long time. Years, not obviously. to get our emergency fund, but no, 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 the, the whole process <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. to, to get kind of debt free, right? Uh, short of our house. Yep. So cool. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Visit our website, moneylifeandcoffee.com. From there, you can see all of our social media and ways to contact us. Ask your question or share your story there. And thanks for listening.